This is the UK's hottest LGBTQ plus podcast. Outspoken. Outrageous. Outcast UK. Oh, hello, who's this? It's only your boy, Kev McGraw. I used to be on this podcast before Graham locked me in his cellar for being much more entertaining than he is. These are facts. I would never lie to you. Anyway, Graham's tied up moving house this week. A lot of erotic stimulators to box up, so he's released me back into the wild to cover his absence. And what an absolute ruddy treat I've got for you. The weekly roundup of my new podcast, Pride Daily. It's the world's only daily LGBTQ plus update. The top three queer news stories in just two minutes, often delivered with an arched eyebrow and maybe a pursed lip. I'm dropping new episodes every weekday afternoon with a weekly roundup on Saturday mornings. Search Pride Daily on Spotify or the podcast purveyor of your preference. Enjoy! Hi there, this is Pride Weekly. We'll start with Monday. I tend to avoid churches due to the threat of lightning bolts raining down on me, but regardless, the Church of England says don't expect blessing services for same-sex couples before 2025. This is because they're still arguing amongst themselves about it, despite a vote to press ahead back in February. Prayers of blessing could come soon during regular services, but as for standalone services in their own right, well, not so soon. Also during that vote in February, same-sex marriage was ruled out. The Reverend Charlie Bell wants to tie the knot with his partner Peter in church, and told Five News how frustrated he was. I have to say, I think we are still second-class citizens in many ways. This is not marriage. It's blessing. It's saying that something is good. It's saying that uh, God approves in many ways of, of these relationships. But it's not marriage. For us to be treated on the same level as, uh, as couples of the opposite sex who want to get married, that would require marriage. The Bishop of London says this is a time of uncertainty for the church, and it's divided. Teenagers are twice as likely to binge eat if they're LGBTQ+. So says the University of California. It blames poor self-esteem and what it calls disordered eating in queer teens on the likes of discrimination, stigma and bullying. This is based on research off the back of an adolescent brain cognitive development study in the US, which heard from 10,000 kids aged 10 to 14. More and more areas in Japan are bringing in rules that ban outing. Five times as many as in 2020, if you go by what the Research Institute of Local Government and Municipal Officials is saying, an aim that just rolls off the tongue. An anti-LGBTQ plus discrimination law covering the whole country was passed over the summer, but it doesn't explicitly prohibit outing someone's sexual orientation or gender. It's Pride Daily for Tuesday. Canada, home of maple syrup, politeness, the guy who played Pacey in Dawson's Creek. All lovely things, unlike a group there called One Million March for Children. It's organised protests across the country against kids being taught about anything LGBTQ plus in school, a bit like Florida's Don't Say Gay Law. There have been counter demonstrations as well, though, from the group One Million Voices for Inclusion. Let's hear from one of the anti-queer education lot who's been explaining to Rebel News why kids shouldn't learn about sexual orientation and gender identity. I was a tomboy. I have social issues. 
games. I didn't have a lot of friends. I played sports. I would have been told if I was a child today that I was a boy. But I am a woman. I am a happily married woman with a daughter and I was able to breastfeed my daughter because I was allowed to keep my breasts. So, there's that. 76 arrests at a birthday party in northern Nigeria. Security forces claim it was doubling up as a same-sex wedding. Those held are being described as suspected homosexuals, including a man thought to be one of the grooms. The other grooms said to have escaped. It's illegal to be gay in Nigeria, 14 years in prison for same-sex relationships, and under Sharia law in the north, it's punishable by death. And despite all the don't-say-gay stuff in Florida, let's not even get into it again right now, over 200,000 people have turned out for Pride in Orlando. The event's parade was led by an 11-year-old transgender girl as its grand marshal, the youngest ever in the role. Dempsey Jara told the crowds, being trans is about being true to herself and standing tall in her identity, even when it's really hard. It's Pride Daily for Wednesday. A law that stops people with HIV from starting a family through surrogacy is being scrapped by the UK government. It means those with undetectable viral loads can donate eggs or sperm. The National AIDS Trust has been campaigning for this for years. Noel spoke to them before the announcement about how the law impacted on him as someone living with HIV who wants to be a dad. I never thought that there would be a barrier for gay people to become parents through surrogacy if you have HIV. It was a complete shock to me. This is the first time that I've found that there's been a real barrier to me doing anything that I wanted to do um, due to HIV. The UK government says it also plans to address other discriminatory laws that act as barriers to queer people becoming parents. Japan's Supreme Court's ruled forcing people to be sterilised before they're allowed to transition is unconstitutional. A law brought in there 20 years ago said a gender change would only be officially recognised if the person's reproductive organs were removed. This is actually a requirement in 18 countries. Human Rights Watch says it's abusive and outdated. The World Health Organization's also against it. And anti-queer bigots could soon become a lot easier to identify due to their rancid breath. They're calling for a boycott of Listerine after the mouthwash featured a Progress Pride flag on its bottle. One knuckle-dragger claims it means the brand supports child sex change surgery, even though that's just not a thing. Comes off the back of other boycotts this year of products supporting LGBTQ, including Bud Light Beer, Lego and Builder Bear. Hi again, I'm Kev McGrath. Just reminding you, Graham's away this week, so instead, you're listening to my new podcast, Pride Daily. It's the world's only daily LGBTQ update. New episodes every weekday afternoon with a weekly roundup on Saturday mornings. Search Pride Daily on Spotify or wherever you procure your pods. Let the eargasm continue. It's Pride Daily for Thursday. Turns out the new Speaker of the US House of Representatives really doesn't like queer people. But like, really. Republican Mike Johnson has quite the back catalogue on the subject. He's described homosexuality as sinful and destructive and said supporting it could lead to legalised paedophilia. 
A couple more of his greatest hits, gay sex should be criminalised and same-sex marriage could lead to people tying the knots with their pets. Don't look at me like that, Fido, he's wrong. Johnson also played a leading role in trying to overturn the result of the last American presidential election. All very depressing, so here's US late-night talk show host Stephen Colbert on CBS making fun of him. Johnson has called homosexuality a inherently unnatural and dangerous lifestyle that would possibly destroy the entire democratic system. Adding, and destroying the entire democratic system is my job. Did you know the 2020 election was rigged by gender-fluid space lasers? A bishop in Poland has resigned after claims of a gay sex party involving a male prostitute in a priest's apartment. It's alleged someone at the gathering collapsed after overdosing on erectile dysfunction pills and paramedics were blocked from entering the flat at first. No reason's been given for the resignation of Zhigosh Kazak. He's only 59 years old and bishops don't usually retire until 75. Comes off the back of other scandals in the diocese and it's thought this was the final straw for the Pope. And be prepared to pick your jaw up off the floor. The profession with the most LGB plus staff is cabin crew. If you go by the last census for England and Wales, 13.7% identify as lesbian, gay or bisexual or another sexual orientation. It's the first time employees have been asked about this kind of thing. Also making the top three, you've got the entertainment and theme park industries. And FYI, least likely to be LGB plus are roofers. It's Pride Daily for Friday. We'll start with the latest in our series, Bigotry, Hiding Behind Religion. A Catholic all-girls school in Sydney's banning students bringing same-sex dates to prom. Pupils at St Ursula's College say they weren't told about the rule until after they bought their non-refundable tickets. Lots of pushback, with the top politician for New South Wales saying in this day and age, you should be able to take who you like to prom. Also support on 2GB Radio in Sydney from presenter Chris O'Keefe. If there are Year 12 students, young women, in the middle of their HSC exams, getting phone calls from teachers saying, you are not allowed to bring a girl, that is a disgrace and it should be overturned immediately. I don't care what the reasoning is. They need their head read. It's 2023. A petition protesting against the decision got nearly 5,000 signatures. St Ursula's College isn't commenting because they can't defend the indefensible. A ban on gay sex in the military has been upheld in South Korea. The country's constitutional court says same-sex relationships could affect troops' readiness for combat and undermine discipline. It's the fourth time since 2002 the sodomy law has been upheld. Anyone breaking it could get up to two years in prison. LGBTQ plus activists say the ban encourages violence and discrimination and they'll keep fighting. And the final of Mr Gay Worlds taking place today in South Africa. Among the countries being represented, you've got Australia, Belgium, India and Great Britain. I'm finding Spain's entrant Javier quite agreeable. Look him up. It's happening in Cape Town, co-hosted by drag act Adam the Glamour Clown. Then tomorrow, there's the first ever Mr Gay World Pride event. Play Outcast UK. So that's an amuse-bouche of my new podcast, Pride Daily. 
Two minutes of the top queer news stories every weekday afternoon and a weekly roundup on Saturday mornings. Search Pride Daily on Spotify or wherever you purloin your podcasts. Graham's back next week with a proper full-fat Outcast UK and I'm sure I'll venture down this neck of the woods again myself soon. That's something for you to look forward to, eh? Ciao for now. Play Outcast UK on TikTok and Instagram. Just search Play Outcast UK.